You're not giving up that easy, Micah. We worked hard for you to have certain choices in life. Well, now, St. Joe High is a very good choice. It's a blue ribbon school. Look at Nova. She went to Tulane. I know, but we have slightly different expectations of Micah. Hmm. You mean you want him to be one of them privileged kids? It's not a dirty word, Aunt Vi. White folks pass down privilege to their kids every day. The same system that pushes some folks down lifts others up. Aren't I supposed to help my son? Of course. I was just well, saying. staying in the private school system will only help us when we get back to L.A. and reapply for schools there. I don't understand why you'd want to spend $10,000 to go to a school that don't want you there. Because it's my money, ho. Oh, okay. And it wasn't $10,000, okay. was it? It was. It's thirty six. So watch your own pockets. Excuse me. <laughs> watch your own damn pockets. Okay. All right. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Yes, the showdown on the Queen showdown. Sugar. All right, between Unvi and Charlie. And Charlie, <laughs> Charlie. Yes. What's up, y'all? Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Hunga Podcast. Full disclosure: we're just going to run through because we had technical difficulties. We did the show. We doing okay. it again. Just, we're doing it so all over know. again. Okay, <laughs> this is how we're committed to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always, you have reached another episode. Yeah. <laughs> you have reached another episode. It's of a lot, y'all. We've gone through a lot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Where okay, yeah, you may have worked hard. Okay, to get certain choices and privileges in life. <laughs> yes, where you just want to help your son. Okay, and do better for your son. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what you're supposed to do. Which means going to a school where they don't want you. I mean, look at Tulane. She went to Tulane. She went to Tulane. Okay, <laughs> but either but way, we'll never, no matter what your alma mater is. Okay, we'll never <laughs> hang up on you. Okay. <laughs> As always, I am P Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter. At I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Yes. And while you're looking for alma maters, looking for $10,000, looking for a nigga, find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D and on Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. For sure. And we're really feeling the listener feedback on the episodes. Uh, we really enjoy reading that. And bringing it to the show yeah so we could talk about it so please continue to send that to hunguppod at gmail.com instagram comment email dm whatever you want to. yes and guys thank you so much for your ratings and reviews keep them coming on apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud stitcher anywhere that you can find a man who again will work hard <laughs> to who get again? certain privileges <laughs> again? <and> okay, <laughs> okay. Come on, you're right. Yeah, yeah. We are committed. We are committed. Because I'm tired. I'm literally about to cry. <laughs> but it's okay. It's These okay. things happen, and we're not the only ones. Like I know that other podcasts go through some technical difficulties sometimes, mm. and it, it's it's tough. Yeah, it is. But you know, <sighs> spirits, yeah, lively right. up. How is you? <laughs> How is you? I'm good. I am fresh off the tennis courts. Yeah, sitting here with you, mm-hmm. and I'm loving it. I got my little butter on. It you know, smells I, can I just so shout out good. to Perfume Chick? That's right, Perfume Chick. 
www.perfumechick.com. Um, she has a store in DC, and I am right now wearing the natural hand whipped mango madness. Um, 100% she butter may contain um, essential and or fragrant oils for use um, on eczema and normal skin can also be used for your hair Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) listen go ahead and read it's been a long night go ahead and read okay (laughs) and I do like I this is in my hair it's in my beard it's all over my skin in every crevice and that's why when you came up in here it's smelling like a a nigga mango did it smell like that? I just said it smelled good. Okay. I bet you her arms are real strong because it's hand whipped. <laughs> I know her arms are strong. She can fight. Okay. <laughs> I've been whipping oils all day long. Beat your ass. Okay. She's trying to get home on the bus. Like, no, she don't. She ain't on no bus. Not to shame the bus riders. Okay. I'm just saying, I think homegirl at least got a car. She got I'm a shop. Sure. What about that butter money? I don't want to speak that on her if she got a car. Talk Ain't nothing wrong with the bus. bus. I got a car, and sometimes I take the bus. Okay. <laughs> my car sits a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I take the train to work. I do, I do not drive my car. So, what are we doing? Checking. Asking you how you is. Okay. Yeah. The brown has really set in at this point because yeah. usually we would be done by what now. What was this episode? We're not to done. We're just starting though. It's it's the brown. This okay. is Honey Jack. Okay. Honey Jack. And over here it was brought to you by Air. Pretty much because you ain't got nothing but candles no lit. Okay. On your side. Air can't offer me no water, y'all. So I'm parched. I do. I, got I don't this. want your core hydration. Okay. Yo, this water is so good. <laughs> <I'm sure>. Okay. <laughs> okay. But um. P. Ryan, yeah, I'm just fresh off the tennis court because I'm really just in a season of just focusing on my game. Yes. You know, I was able to get, I'm, you guys, I'm pointing to my trophy that I got last fall. Um, <laughs> P. Ryan, stay with us, P. Ryan. P. I'm Ryan, here. yawning, y'all. I'm just yawning. I know, it's been a long <laughs> night. Just stay with us. We're going to move present. through this. I'm present. <laughs> um, I just want to do better than what I did last year. Yes. And I've really just been focusing on my game. Um, focusing on like networking and socializing with mm-hmm. other black tennis players it don't, it don't really matter yeah. you know what I'm saying today I played with um, what, this one guy was Asian um, the two other guys were black and we played doubles it was a great time yes. and I was invited to um, a group me chat where it's all these black tennis players that are local here in Philly mm-hmm. and they also travel there's like a um, a gay tennis league that goes Listen, all over the place. Yes. Cali, Florida. They were talking about going to Sydney, Australia. Yes. <laughs> so it's really cool and just really dope that I can be a part of a group of guys that look like me. And I really have to say that not just because I'm black, but because the sport that I have a passion for mm. is white as fuck. And it's very rare that you get to see our faces. And a lot of times it has to do with the socioeconomic part of it Mm. um you know we are kept out of these spaces because of the cost because of the rules of these tennis clubs in Mm. order to get in and have membership Mm -hmm. so there's all these type of ways to where we can't necessarily infiltrate these spaces but i'm just happy to see that we can create spaces of our own yeah and and do what we love Besides that, P. Ryan, I'm really looking forward to my homegirl, Tracy, long-term friend of 15 years. She's coming up this weekend. Nice. And I haven't really seen her in a really long time. Um, 
last time I saw her, we were in Orlando together. And that was like over a year, a year ago. Yeah. But she's coming up this weekend because she's actually moving to Philly. So I got to show her the lay of the land. Yeah, she's and moving on up she's to the east side. She's moving on up literally, literally to the northeast side. So <laughs> yes. I'm looking forward to seeing her this weekend. And I just want to say I'm also just grateful for our friendship. We have been friends for over 15 years. We have seen each other through a lot of ups and some downs. Okay. And I just really appreciate our friendship. Um... I love you, Tracy. Yes. You are her. <laughs> I am. <laughs> How are you? You know, I'm good. Okay. I'm feeling much better. <laughs> than how I was a couple of days ago. I was sick and shut in. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. The weather change brings, like, some sinus situations my way. Gotcha. But I'm feeling much the, better. The blitz test in your nose or not? I did not. <laughs> <do that. laughs> you didn't follow my health hunk tip, but I that's didn't. okay. But I'm sure okay. a lot of y'all didn't. Y'all was probably like, blitz text in my nose? What the fuck is this? Listen. Like Listen. It's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did take some medication, though, and I feel a lot better. It is warm. The sun is shining. I see that the weather is going up and up, and I am just grateful. It's a a great day to be outside playing tennis. It's Mm -hmm. a great day to be outside. It's a great day to do a lot of things. It is. Activities. All of them. Okay. Okay, and I intend to. Thank you. Oh, see, I'm trolling. Okay. On the mic. Yes. Speaking of which, I it's a great day to be a troll. It is. For that right is one. Mm-hmm. For that right one? Yeah. <laughs> Do tell. I might later. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. All right. So what's next? Should we get into our listener feedback? We can do that. We have quite a bit this week. All right. Everyone falls (laughs) in love sometimes. Segway song. (laughs) That's all I got. Shoot, shoot. Bitch, if you don't pull up the listener feedback, (laughs) look at me. (laughs) Y'all see this violence? Wasn't P. Ryan talking about verbal violence last week? Listen, it's time to cut me off. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's time to cut me off. Okay, I do not have the range. I love me to death, but I do not have the range. Sometimes you got to read yourself. I'm here for it. So, listener feedback. So, this week, um, we have quite a bit of feedback. So, we have a new rating on iTunes. And thank you, guys. Like, we're up to 64 ratings, uh, 5 out of 5 stars. Thank you guys so much for just listening and taking the time to say thank you. You do something for me every week. So, this guy who commented recently, Blackhead Doc. Mm. Hey, sis. Hey. What's up, Blackhead Sister. You're saying you the head doctor. Yeah. Okay. He, so he could be the head as in the first doc and also the <laughs> head doc. Thank you for splitting off the... You know, it duality. Can go way. It can yeah. be both. Okay? And we appreciate you for it. Amen. Blackhead doc says they got me all hung up. Five stars. Great show. Their movie reenactments are everything. P. Ryan and E. Dante are highlights of my week. Their content has gotten meatier. All right for meatier. And more poignant in the recent months. (laughs) And I'm loving it. I'm loving it too. Continue to do your thing, brothers. You have a fan in me. So shout out to Blackhead Doc. We appreciate that. We appreciate you. (laughs) Thank you. We also have some feedback from our homegirl listener, friend of the show, Lisa, a.k.a. Crowned L. Yes. 
I said that right. You did. Okay. Did y'all be coming for me? Yeah, it's Crown of Death. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for the one time. <laughs> she listened to our last episode and she wrote in and said, I absolutely miss chatting with y'all. We miss you too, girl. Yeah. Forgiveness is a major thing for me. I give it with great ease, as you should. Most of my healing from trauma came through radical forgiveness. Mm. I enjoy the release that comes with letting that bullshit go. Yeah. All right for the release. I like that. Forgiveness is hard for some because when you're done wrong, you're upheld by this false sense of blamelessness. Even if you're right in the situation, you weren't always right in every situation. Sometimes forgiveness is a process, exclamation point. <laughs> All right, Lisa, a.k.a. Crown L. There, there may be days you have to speak with your mouth feelings that haven't entered your heart. That's true. That's okay, too. In closing, whether or not to continue with people after forgiveness really has to do with boundaries and the level of offense. That's what mm. you talked about. Mm. So I fucks with that, too. Yeah. I'm comfortable with either option. Let them go or keep them in. Just don't let them stand in the doorway. Thanks for this space to grow and learn. Y'all are still the bomb. Lisa. J- Lisa. Mm. <laughs> I didn't want to say the last name. Sorry. Well, thank you so you much. You might have to Lisa. do a little editing there because I feel like I started to. Like, mm, they, I didn't even hear what you said. All I heard was like a little. I'm just trying to protect the people. I want protected. y'all to continue to email us. They're already protected. They're you... covered by the blood. Okay. <laughs> okay. But Lisa, thank you. I feel like her comment <laughs> highlighted that you know, forgiveness is selfish. It is, and it's a process. I was going to say love is selfish, but I was like, no, that's not it. (laughs) It's late. (laughs) But yeah, forgiveness is definitely like a selfish thing. It's for you. Mm -hmm. And so shout out to you. Shout out to Lisa. Forgiving it with ease. Forgiveness with ease. And, you know, just, I like the part when she said it's a process because what you may feel like you're not able to forgive today, Mm -hmm. over time, you may feel like you may be able to forgive someone. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. That's why she said, I'm good with either way, either option. Okay. I'm with you, girl. All right. The ball's in your court. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good either way. I'm good either way. (laughs) We good too. So, our next comment comes from the guys over at Better Than You Pie. Who looks so good, by the way. (laughs) Just going to put that out there. Okay. You never know where your blessing may lie. You you never know. And we got one. We got a comment from them. We're going to stick with that for now. Uh, very true. Forgiveness is overrated. I like that. Depending on the in, depending on the infraction, you really have to think about whether or not someone deserves to get that warm feeling of forgiveness. I like that because I feel like forgiveness does come with... I like how they kind of described it, that warm feeling. Mm. It is a warm feeling that comes with forgiveness. Yeah. Because when people have done some, especially when people have done some bullshit, and the person that they hurt and they know they hurt says, I forgive you, I feel like something kind of comes over them. Like, a burden is kind of lifted off of them. Yeah. Right? Until that shit comes up again. Because maybe I really didn't forgive. Oh, well, that ain't forgiveness, okay? What you want me to do? I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. That's exactly what was in my head. So that's why I was smiling. <laughs> So, they also say if you think that person you forgive will just violate again, then it's best to just leave that person alone. Hello. Great stuff. Hello. Thumbs up. Hello. Thank you to you guys. (laughs) Leave it alone. We appreciate that. Yes. Come on with that word. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening and tuning in and, you know, 
the feedback that we get from you guys really helps to have a good discussion. Yeah. And the lack of forgiveness does not mean hate, by the way, guys. It doesn't right? mean We hate. can be, or like not even, or even when we say like, if it's not within your range to, you know, forgive or whatever, like that doesn't mean there's hate there. That if we're choosing to leave people alone, it doesn't mean there's hate there, right? right. We just not friends. Yeah. Right? right? We can be cool. We can be cool. Yeah. If I see you on the street and I'm not really your friend, but right. like, you know, I can break bread with you. Right. Right? I just really don't care after we leave this interaction. <laughs> right. Right? And I think so many people take offense to, to that. not getting that friend title yeah. or getting that best friend title. Mm-hmm. And the first question is like, well, why? Yeah. And the answer is, well, what did you do when you had it? Oh. What did you do when you had my love? Okay. Okay. What did you do? Mm-hmm. Did you treasure it? Mm-hmm. Did you keep it in your bosom? Did you nurture did it? Did you nurture it? Probably not. Okay. But if you nurtured it in violence, I'm going to take it away. I mean, that's, that's yeah. facts, though. Like, people really will be shitty. Mm-hmm. And expect you to stick around and deal with their shitty bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, nah. No, I have self esteem. Self esteem. Is okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you see Deliberate when he said that? Is that a self esteem? No, I didn't. See oh, okay. It. <laughs> Was that one of his recent <laughs> videos? It's an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> He is something else. <laughs> What's next? So this week, I really don't have a hung health tip. Well, wait a minute. No, kind of I do. Okay. Right. So last week, I was hung up all on Solange, right? Solange. album had me feeling good, had me feeling black, had me feeling motivated, positivity, all of that good stuff, right? I'm just ready to step out of my melanin. Fuck y'all. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Shit. I'm the bomb. Did we listen right. to the same album? <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Solange did that for she us. Did. So <laughs> for shout out to you. Oh, okay. You going back to that? <laughs> so nasty. And, and so, so rude. rude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So this week's hung health tip is taking one like Solange, I imagine. Yeah. Right. So listen to that song. Dream and I saw all the shit. I imagine. Right. I saw, saw things, things I imagined. I saw things right. I imagined. She go flats a little bit and then she comes back. I love back. it. I, I love, love it. it. I said flats. Oh, yes. She went flats. She wearing flats. She went Tory That's Birch. Sure. <laughs> she went a little Tory Birch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in scene so things. Okay. Right. Yeah. Y'all like these birds. <laughs> um... And seeing things that we imagine, really, yes. like it's really creating a moment for yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like really thinking about and envisioning the life that, not what we want to have, but what we're going to already yes, claim. So that's we why we're have. imagining it because we can see it already, yes. right? So let's take this moment, and I want the listeners to do the same thing. Let's take this moment to imagine. Mm Do you want me to get this kicked off? Yes, my eyes are closed. I'm imagining. All right. So let's imagine. So I imagine death to Sally Mae. My student loans are gone. Hey, ha ha. Shabu. Sally Mae who? 
a small waist and a fat ass. Let's toss that bitch out, like out to the sea. Yeah. Are we just calling it out? Let's do just... a Dexter on that bitch. Okay. Okay. No rules. Drop, okay. Put her on the boat in the plastic bag so and take her out to the sea and dumped it. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's okay. it. Yeah. Sally May, bye. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Death to Sally May. I see myself on a more serious note. No, <laughs> um, that's serious. Sorry. I want my student loans gone. <laughs> but I'm not trying to take nobody. That was a little graphic. Yeah. I gave you some Dexter shit. Y'all should see. P. Ryan still got his eyes closed. I love it. I'm imagining. You, okay. Sorry. You want me to speak what I'm imagining? <clears throat> no, let me go. Let me finish. Okay. okay. So I imagine my student loans are gone. I imagine me traveling the world and just embracing cultures and languages that don't look like me and sound like me. Mm. I I imagine becoming a better version of myself because mm. I'm really really falling in love with myself more and more every day and me falling in love with myself is enabling me to be able to show love and give love to other people so I imagine that as well I imagine me mm. being someone who can bring people together and help us all experience that love and you know whatever way that that you know that that it comes I imagine myself happy you know I mean, a nigga would be fine. I'm imagining a nigga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ring on my finger. Ring on his finger. And we're doing the damn thing. You know, maybe we can do this traveling around the world together. All right? Sometimes church on Sunday. We don't got to be there every Sunday. Because we ain't with all that shit. But we with it sometime. We with this shit sometime. Okay? Got to give God the glory spiritual connection not needing religion to connect to my source that's the difference between religion and spirituality I imagine myself using my spirituality connecting to my source becoming greater better happier embracing my mistakes I imagine myself still going through challenges I imagine myself not planning a perfect life for myself but embracing all the hard things that are to come, but also embracing all the hard things that I've been through. What about you? I imagine an ass that gets rounder and more supple with each and bigger, and bigger, and, bigger and, and, and it's not too big though. Okay. Is it greased up, oiled down by various men? Bust it down, Tatiana. I envision a midsection that does not grow with my ass. In the name, I pray. I envision my degree. Come on, I envision sex therapy certification. I envision working in music in the writing capacity and in the vocal capacity. Continued working because the bitch be already getting coins off a little music. I envision. Oh my goodness. Ooh, I envision great food, great wine, a peaceful living space, a peaceful life. A happy life. I envision a fabulous sex life. Mm. Okay? Bust it down, Dr. Um. Yes. I envision everything that I want. The things that I know I want. The things that I don't know I want. Coming my way and making my life that much more fruitful. I envision my tribe prospering. Because mm. it ain't just about me. Mm. Right? Yes. I envision myself and my tribe impacting the next generation mm. to be greater in the name 
Amen. Ashe. Ashe. And amen. I really like that. Oh, I envision Iyanla Van. I'm gonna speak it. You gonna be Iyanla in her bosom? Van Zant. Okay, Rhonda. In her okay? bosom. Okay, just in case the universe Crying. needs to know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I envision Beyonce Giselle Knowles. I've already had dreams that I hung out with her. I envision Solange. I see things. I imagine. I envision Rihanna, Janelle Monae, Alice yes. Smith, Cecile McLaurin, Salvant. Oh, they're good um, shit. Havis. Again, the people I know and don't know, I envision. Come my way. Come my way. In the name. Ashe. Ashe. Yes. I love that. And we had our eyes closed that whole time, you guys. Yeah. So Oprah. <clears throat> Ashe. Gail. Ashe. And amen. Shout out to Gail. Okay. Okay. Not here with the shits. Yes. Ashe. So you guys practice that. Michelle Obama. Ooh. Okay, sorry, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, P. Ryan is loving the exercise, and I am too. Mm-hmm. So you guys should try it out. And it's really, it's really just about en- envisioning yourself. Yes, where you already see yourself, not where you want to be, but where you already see yourself. Six to an up chocolate with a strong dick and a good bank account and a fabulous personality who does not cheat play games is faithful in the name. In the name. Amen. Call out. Okay. Uh, a good nigga with a great personality. Mm-hmm. He's versatile. Honest, loyal. He's honest. Well, I say versatile. Credit's <laughs> decent. <laughs> yes. And he's willing to step into a committed relationship. You know... For you. <laughs> I'm speaking for me right oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I ain't speaking for nobody else but me right okay, now. Fabulous. I'm still imagining. <laughs> that could be the show. That could be it. It really needs to be. Yes. <laughs> so no, you guys, like I that's the hung health tip this week is to imagine yourself yeah. and go ahead and speak out those things yeah. that you see for like, yourself. What what did uh Crown Adele say? Yeah. Speak with your mouth. Okay. Mm, she's a church girl. She's a church girl. She's a minister. <laughs> she might be. Okay. You ready for the topic? Finally. Okay. Finally. It has happened to us. Right now it's front of, of our, our face. face. Uh, uh, uh. Can't deny it. Finally, we've been here all night. And this drink getting to me. Can we get the show rolling? Finally. Finally. Yeah. So we here and silly is all get out. Okay, it's late silly in the Billy. hour. <laughs> the hour is kind of late, <laughs> but it's fine. So our conversation is going to be a little short. So it, well, I don't know. Who knows? I wanted to start <laughs> off. <laughs> I wanted to start off talking about. Uh huh. Okay, I wanted to start off. Bust right. alarm. Bust alarm. I would literally just pack up. Bust alarm. Okay? <laughs> I would just go. I, <laughs> this is just it. I'd be like, okay, that's you, fine. What does the song say? When you're done all you can. Okay, you just stand and get and the, the fuck, fuck out. <laughs> okay? Bust alarm. The show, the show is moving on. Okay. What you okay. got for us tonight? <laughs> so, Michelle Obama, you know, she has her book, Becoming, right? Yeah. It's sitting. I still have yet to read it. Same. But I got it. Okay. 
Okay. I have not opened one page, but I will get to it eventually. No, yeah, it's on my reading list. Um, But, you know, she went on this tour, this book tour, and she talked about, like, imposter syndrome and how she used hard work to get over it, right? But one thing I loved um, is kind of this quote that followed her throughout the tour when she was just like, here's the secret. I've been at probably every powerful table that you can think of. I've worked at nonprofits. I've been at foundations. I've worked in corporate corporations, excuse me, served on corporate boards. I have been at G summits. I have sat at the UN. They are not that smart. Hmm? Right? So even though you're experiencing all this imposter syndrome, even though you feel like, okay, I should not be in the spaces that I'm occupying, right? Michelle is telling you that she has been... At the lows of lows and the highs of highs. And at the highs of highs. They ain't smart. (laughs) There are a lot of people there who are not qualified. And how did it happen? Mm -hmm. They got into these Ivy League schools because their grandfather's grandfather got in. They didn't have the grades. They doctored up some photos to say that they were on the swimming team, but they weren't on it. So did you want to... They weren't on it. Did you want to leave the show? Okay. But that's how. Oh, okay. Sorry, Sorry. So you wanted to leave the episode. That's what you wanted to do. It that's all fine. comes together for the good. And that's fine. Well, you can wrap it up. I dig- okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Well, basically, as you said, right, <laughs> they are all not that smart. But somehow, there are people who get into these high spaces. Um, first of all, I didn't even know these people's names. Uh, what's her name? Felicity Huffman and the other lady, who I'm still calling Aunt Becky, right? I know them as Lynette Scavo from Desperate Housewives and Aunt Becky. Interesting. They, along it's with 50 some- of them. Lock up 51. Since y'all always try <laughs> to make an example... I don't know. But since y'all always try to make an example of us, okay? Oh Lock up 51 and make an example out of that. But Eric, can I tell you, I was cackling when reading this story. It is comedy. <laughs> it really is. First of all, Lynette Scavo took 15000 of her hard-earned coins, right, to have, to jump through hoops for her daughter to show up at a SAT testing site and to get her points Y'all paying raised. too much money. Right, 15000 to get it raised, 400 Y'all points? Y'all paying too much money for this shit. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's hilarious. When they said it raised 400 points, I was just like, so she couldn't just study? Was that too hard? But that's why Michelle says she sits at the table with a bunch of knuckleheads. Idiots, right? In addition to that, Aunt Becky, she took the cake for me. So I I don't I want I don't wanna like give the wrong information, but she paid what, five hundred thousand for both of her daughters to get into not even an Ivy League, USC. I was a USC, UCLA. What? One of these schools. Five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand. That's half a million dollars. Listen, right? Y'all, y'all really got money. For them to doctor photos, not photo. doctor photos, and then also put their roster as like people who are being considered for athletic scholarships for sports they have never played a never day played in their life. Meanwhile, the people on these teams have worked so hard, so hard. Early nights. <laughs> I said early nights, late nights, early mornings. Yes. Studied. Did what they need to do to get into these spaces. Yes. And here y'all go, cutting checks. Did you see, there was this other lady who got her claim to fame by, like, working on this show, teaching people how to, like, get jobs. And she was just like, you never cheat. You never forge a resume. All the while, she's paying money for her son to get his full SAT. She forging resumes. (laughs) People See, that's the thing. People talk a lot of bullshit bullshit when it's them. It's them. 
Okay, so what are your reactions to to this? Because <laughs> it tickles me. Well, let me just say this for Michelle, mm-hmm. right? The whole idea of this like imposter syndrome thing kind of got me because. Full disclosure, I didn't know whose week it was because I was kind of confused because last last week we did like a mashup. So I was starting to like already like prepare stuff to talk about, um, to talk about (laughs) imposter syndrome. Sorry. Because (laughs) I'm experiencing that right Mm -hmm. now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going through that in an area of my life Mm -hmm. where... I'm like in this space, I don't want to get too much detail, but I'm in this space where I'm now progressing and I'm moving forward and it's scary as fuck. Mm. And I'm like starting to second guess, like, the fuck? Like, me? You know what I'm saying? Like, after all this work, (laughs) after all the things that I've done, all the Mm -hmm. things that I contribute, Mm -hmm. knowing that I was moving myself forward, I was projecting myself forward. Now I'm here and I'm like, wait, hold up. Y'all playing, right? (laughs) And I wanted to just read something. Um, So this this article that I've been really... So I sat with um, a close friend of mine earlier this week and I shared with them this experience that I'm having right now with imposter syndrome. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, you need to check this article out. So he emailed me this article. And shout out to Michelle. Not to take away from Michelle. But he emailed me this article, Why You Should Embrace Your Imposter Syndrome, by Kristen Wong. And I just want to read this one section. She talks about a lot of different things. It's also a podcast, so you can listen to it. It's seven minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a great listen. Um, She makes some examples of when you're experiencing imposter syndrome. One... It's a sign you're on the right path. Two, imposter syndrome can actually motivate you. Yeah. Um, And it's really because that insecurity that you feel, she's saying that it's not necessarily a bad thing. She's saying that you're you're probably more competent than you think. But even better, you're more aware of your own weaknesses and therefore more equipped to push yourself to change them. Yes. She also says it keeps you on your toes. And number four, it encourages encourages you to focus on your work. And I just wanted to read something from this paragraph um, about encouraging you to focus on your work. She says, let's say you get a big promotion and a new glamorous title. It's easy to become anxious about living up to everything the title implies. But titles and our associations with them can be more intimidating than the actual work that they require. If you get to a point in your career where you're promoted to a position of power, you're probably already used to many of the tasks involved in that role. Mm -hmm. Sure, you'll learn new things, but you don't have to live up to a new identity, which is completely an overwhelming thing to do. You just have to do the work. And that really stood out to me it's just like girl you already made it yeah you you still trying to achieve or prove something and you're already there and you're already there Mm -hmm. chill out Mm -hmm. take a minute to just smell the roses yeah but i think we as black and especially especially black but brown people as well we very seldom get to experience that Mm. and i think that when it comes that imposter syndrome is quick to kick in because rarely are we invited to spaces where we can be acknowledged and 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 given things yeah yeah for someone to just look at you and say you know what damn we need you and because we need you 
we're going to compensate you for that. Yeah. Or we're going to show you that we need you. And shit, what if you are an imposter? White men impost all the time. <laughs> Hello? So oh. let's move on to that. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Let's. So I just wanted to say that about Michelle. Shout out to Michelle. And I really appreciate that comment. And the fact that you even brought that here mm-hmm. is even more proof to me because that was something that I wanted to talk about. That was something that was on my heart all week. Yes. That was something important to you. To you. <laughs> okay. We friends. We friends, to y'all. You. That you brought that here. And it's just confirmation and affirmation for me yes. that I'm moving in the right direction. Yes. And for folks who are listening, I hope that they also feel that same way. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, now that we have solidified how we are in the now, let's go back in the past, right? Okay. Because we got Aunt Becky and Lynette, Lynette Scavo out here buying their way into college, their mm. children's way into college. Mm. What was your college experience like and when it came to the application process? Because it, this triggered a lot of people. Like, on Twitter... People yeah, were like made a threat of like what schools rejected you. Um, what's I got into here? I got into there. Some people shifted the conversation <clears throat> completely and was just like, "Well, praise God, I got into all my schools and wasn't hindered by finances." And that was something that kind of triggered me. But before I go into that, what was your that triggered me like? too, P Ryan? Yeah. Like I got into all the schools that I wanted to that I applied to. I applied to four schools. I applied to Maryland. College Port. Hey, go Terps. <laughs> uh, Morgan, mm-hmm. Fordham University, and Catholic University. Okay. I got into all four. Yeah. But for me, it was the financial part. Mm. It was the fact that I did all these applications by myself. My dad had no idea, had no interest. Yeah. None. And <laughs> mm. helping me, you know, figure out. At 17, 16 years old, I'm trying to figure out, like, all right, I know there's this thing called college, and I know I want to go, and I really didn't know how to navigate things. Yeah. So that's why, like, this story triggered me in a negative way on so many levels. It was, yeah. Because, and even going back to the financial part, like, I wanted to go to Fordham. I wanted to go to Catholic University in D.C. The reason why I didn't go to those schools and ended up going to Morgan was because I didn't have the financial resources. Mm-hmm. I didn't have 15000 or 500000 or whatever the fuck it was that these people are paying. My father didn't have that money nor the interest. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's just like yeah. that really triggered me. And I'm sure it triggered a lot of people who don't had that privilege yeah. and didn't have that privilege. So what did I do? I went to Morgan because that's where I got the most financial aid. Did I have the best experience? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I don't apologize for that and I don't regret going through that yeah. because it got me to where I'm in now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just like hearing that I wasn't surprised at all but I was also like triggered in a negative way. Right. It was interesting, especially when hmm, the conversation of what schools gave you an outright no. I applied to 15. Wow. Okay. I was that bitch. Okay. Application fees. Can we talk about... But your girl milked that job at Abercrombie and Fitch and made sure those fees were paid. Okay. No, that's right. Um, She's a working girl. A working girl. She's an independent girl. I was an independent woman. Okay. In the high school. (laughs) But... When I was looking at all the schools people listed as to, like, them getting rejected, right? And these are people who are kind of in my age, so we apply to college at the same time. When I think back at my journey, the only school that rejected me outright and said, no, we don't want you off jump was Princeton. Okay. Wow. 
I was waitlisted for two other IVs. Um, I got into Penn, Cornell, Columbia. I was, I was, Duke. I was telling myself like, oh, I'm about to be that bitch. My plan. I'm on the Ivy of the South. Duke University, okay. (laughs) Right, Stanford, places like these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told myself I was gonna go to one of these schools, minor in French be pre-med, be a socialite, marry rich, and just, like, live La Vida Loca. High school. So, please, I don't think like that now. (laughs) Right? That ain't what happened. Right. (laughs) But I applied to college at a time where the market crashed. It was 2009, right? And so, for me, when I look at how finances can really create paths for people, Mm -hmm. I experienced how finances could really disrupt your path, right? And disrupt what you expected to kind of go down. Like, it was my thought process that I just need to apply to these places and I would get in. And it's funny because um, I think my parents thought the same thing too, right? But the way that the market crashed, the monies that they had saved up for my college expenses turned to little to nothing, right? And so that was like a blow for us. And so I wound up going to, you know, the state public school, which is an amazing school. Shout out to University of Maryland College Park. Yeah. But it really took an adjustment. It was really an, adjust, an adjustment for me to think like, okay, I busted my ass. like To get I, into all these yeah, schools. And I, started, I got in. And I got in. They, they accepted they me. They accepted me. But I'm not going to make that trip. Literally that spring before graduation, I busted my ass to go from mm. like fifth in the class to like third because I wanted to graduate top three right calling schools like y'all sure y'all don't got no money there like you know what I mean can y'all not like just give me some sort of situation and just the way yeah go ahead and I just want to say to that point Mm -hmm. I just want to remind folks like if you're sending your kids to school do not just accept that first offer oh yeah call please make sure that you try to renegotiate that award yeah. you can a lot of schools offer you the opportunity to do a reevaluation of your application mm-hmm. send that information and do not accept that first offer yeah and if i had known that yeah you know what i mean i might have gotten a little money for more, more money from Fordham. but even, that's really where i wanted to go or yeah. catholic is really but there's such right. a tricky space i think even with that right so it's funny that when you're living day to day with your family and you realize, okay, the economy, the way it is, we don't have as much money as like it would say on paper, right? But these schools are also, well, at the time, I can only speak to my experience. These schools at the time were not looking at the situations that changed for you, right? So like, even though I renegotiated, I didn't really get, I got like, what, $700 more? Because they were just like, on paper, we're expecting well because they're looking at your financial situation right right because it depends also too so as you guys are applying for schools some schools are need based Mm -hmm. some schools Mm -hmm. are merit based yeah so it's just like you also have to look at the type of institutions you're applying to if you're well to do applying to a need based school you should know right away like i'm not gonna get it's not gonna work out Right, Right. right right but so yeah, just having that knowledge, and like I said, I didn't have that knowledge. You exactly, know I mean? my father didn't have that knowledge. And looking back, it kind of makes sense, right? You telling a school like, "Yo, I had this money set for y'all, but I don't now." They're just like, "Okay, but are you still able to live?" And then it's just like, mm-hmm. "Well, yeah, <laughs> right? right." So I see how that didn't work out. But like looking at this situation now, where these parents are able to drop five hundred k, and their children have no merit. Not to even get into school, you mocking up test scores. 
paying for test scores. Let me tell you something about that SAT, okay? Because some of us have test anxiety, <laughs> right? But my Jamaican-ass parents were just like, oh, no, you need this to go into the school. And that's Take the, the test. Yeah. Yep. Right? And I'm sorry, the test anxiety part stood out to me. Yeah. Because a lot of people experience test anxiety. Especially children of color. Stereotype threat is a thing, right? So no matter if you think it's as salient for you or not, a lot of us walk into testing spaces knowing that these tests are standardized, right? Yeah. Trying our You're best. You're already at a disadvantage yeah. when you walk in. Trying our best to hit the <laughs> highest mark. Before and sometimes you even pick up the number two pencil. Presents a barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But yet, we yep. see this situation where this girl is on the YouTube talking about, I don't even know if I'm going to go to class, for real. <laughs> Their daughter? Mm-hmm. Aunt Becky's daughter. Mm. Right? Didn't do well on the She didn't work on for the anything. SATs. Worked for nothing. You didn't work to get into the spot that you're in, so mm-hmm. you can't appreciate it. And my heart of hearts And you is don't even me. have the wherewithal to look around you to the people who did work to get into that same similar space that you're in. Yeah. And say, well, damn. My heart of hearts is telling me that their parents will be quite fine. What are they going to jail? After all this ruling, right? But they'll be all right. They're going to go to a nice jail. If they go at all. If they go at all. If they serve any time mm-hmm. at all. Because how soon we forget and I wish I had the names pulled up because I would love to speak their names. I know there was a black woman who was jailed for 10 days for using the wrong zip code to get her daughter into a better school. Mm-hmm. I know I heard of a story where a homeless person did something to get their child into school and they were also put into jail. And these were all black women. Yikes. So that's why I said if it's 50, put 51 in jail. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who the 50 I don't know either. <laughs> but y'all don't know either. Because y'all got states out here who are... I, 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 let me not... Let me not go there. What happened? I don't know. I heard on NPR or something. There's some states out there that are like rushing to push through all these executions before it becomes illegal in their state. And I don't know who you are. But you know who you are. But guess what the problem is? There are people who are innocent on death row. Okay. And some of those people would be executed. Mm. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't either. And I was tickled at the fact, not at the situation, but at you saying, and guess what the problem is? Okay, looking like an auntie. Yes. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, listen, and I think that is a but it's what y'all segue. do. It's a perfect segue into the final thought. Okay? <laughs> okay, and my final thought is: you see these little kids, you privileged kids <laughs> out here buying their way through X Y Z. So if you know, if destiny has it that you find yourself in these high ranking positions, high ranking places, these amazing institutions, these these places where your voice ha- now has the chance to be heard and you have the chance to perform. Have the confidence of that mediocre white person or that mediocre privileged person Mm -hmm. because you deserve to be there. You deserve, okay, (laughs) to be there, okay, just like everybody else. Even if you don't know shit, the fact that life has it for you to be where you are means that you, it's now time for you to show out. You have permission to show the fuck out. I know that's right. Okay, let's take a break because this is the show. That's the show, the second show. Of the night. <laughs> we're going to take a break because we, we need one. We are tired. And we're going to be back to close this shit out. Okay. 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 <laughs> if you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. 
If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. Hey guys, so we're back. We back and it's that time of this show. Yeah, it's that time of the Ooh, season. This brown. <laughs> Yes, guys, it's time time for the. I need the ladies burn this down. Can we do it so we can go? I need to come. I need to come. Yeah. Yeah. Shoulders. Shoulder action. Shaka Khan. Okay. I'm so loud and obnoxious. Anyway, (laughs) um, would you like to go first? Sure. I am hung up, really. I just wanted to actually. Not really hung up. Or hanging up. I just wanted to send my condolences out to all the victims on the flight in Africa. Mm. Um, Africa's a continent. It went down and 120 so Everyone died. Yes. Everyone died on the flight. So what did I say? You said Africa, Africa is a continent? Yeah. What did Do you I know say? where exactly they were? Ethiopia. Okay, good job. I think so. <laughs> I didn't want to say the country because I was just like, I wasn't really sure if it was Ethiopia. It was. You're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just, my heart goes out to all the victims on the Ethiopian flight that went down in Africa. And it, it was just really sad. Not because of the loss, because of the loss of life, but also because, you know, a lot of these folks that were on the flight were members of all types of humanitarian organizations from all over the world. A lot of these people um, dedicated their lives to service, dedicated Mm. their lives to um, helping other people who were impoverished or living in um, whatever kind of condition and just dedicated their lives to helping other people. And, you know, they're all angels now. So I just wanted to take this moment to acknowledge, you know, that that happened and such a huge loss of life and my prayers go out and my love goes out to the families Mm -hmm. a little dark I'm sorry that wasn't dark at all okay I just didn't know how to transition because mine is a little rache. Let's turn it up. Close the show Um, out, P. Ryan. So I feel like we were hung up on Solange already. Yeah. But I just wanted to bring that back. Bring Um, it back. Because once that album, When I Get Home, settles in your spirit... Let it settle. You realize how dope it really is. So um, we listed some of our favorite songs, but On Your Way to the Show, is that what it's called? On Your Way to the Show. Which one is Way that one? Can it be in is that Stay Flow? No, it's Way to the Show. Way to the Show? That's not the name of a song. Oh, it is. Let me... A lot of the songs on this album feel so sensual and just like I told you I interpretive dance to it. Yeah. But when I say that, I mean like it's, I feel like my bussy is leveling up, right? Like I just wanna, you know, give like a little yeah. <laughs> 70s esque like lap uh-huh, dance. Uh-huh. You can get it. Yeah, uh-huh, you can uh-huh. get it. You can get it. Right? Hey. It makes me just wanna like straddle a gentleman and just ride into the sunset a like gentleman, the cowgirl a I am. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I just need all that melanin dripping. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, y'all should see the right now. You feeling it? All right, I'm gonna but turn yeah. Solange off before so we get sued. I am super hung up on Solange, yeah. yeah. and that's all I really have. <sighs> what a great. Oh, and show. I'm, and it's such a perfect album for the warm weather. 
It so is. I'm also hung up on the weather. Vibey as fuck. Mm, yes. Pull the sunroof back if you got it. If you yeah. don't, roll your window down. And I just like. If you don't need to roll it, hit the button, let it yeah. fall down. And I feel like once on I get so off of like my substance um, hiatus, hiatus, sabbatical. All I'm going to do is just like light one up and just dance. Come on, I want to be with you when you light it up. Mm. I mean, if I'm not, I won't feel bad, but Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Got some good stuff. I would. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I would preferably like to be with a man who I'm going to get intimate with, but. While you do it. You. You work too, okay? I mean, I got a job. I got benefits. <laughs> I mean, you work for this situation. Okay. Like, not that you work. We know you work. I got a job. But, bitch, this is another episode of the Hug Up Podcast. Can we get out of here? As always, I'm P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at IAMPRYAM. Americ, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find us both, guys. Yes. On Instagram and Twitter at H U N G U P P O D and on Facebook at Facebook.com. <laughs> we would love to hear your feedback on the second episode of tonight. Yes. Send it to hungapod at gmail.com. We made it though. We did. And thank you guys so much for your ratings and reviews. Keep those suckers coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a man. Mm, who will listen to Solange, light one up with you, and then blow your entire back out. I wish it for you as I wish it for myself. And fucking ain't always necessary. Maybe it's just a little oral sex. For you. All right. (laughs) Okay. You want to get fucked. Okay. Eddie, (laughs) what are you going to fuck me? (laughs) You're not gay. You just don't want to fuck me. (laughs) I felt that in my spirit. in your face. Throw the pussy. Shout out to all the niggas. Throw the pussy in his face this weekend. Going to. Or upcoming week, yeah, and and send it to hungapod at gmail.com. Let us know how you threw the pussy in his face. How did he? Don't he, let us know. Send us the video. It? Could he? Could he handle it? Send us the video. And if he can't, let us know because you know maybe Eric, can you handle it? <laughs> P Ryan, can you handle it? Hung up. Can you handle it? I don't think they can handle it. Woo. Okay. <laughs> I don't think y'all ready. Y'all ready. Y'all ready. I am really an auntie. We out, y'all. Bye. <laughs> because who are me to judge? No, I'm not judging you. I'm encouraging you. Sometimes I hate when people encourage one another. Yeah, they hate the other person. Because that person have low self-esteem. Low self-esteem.